Shut up, I love it. Trick or treat, smell my feet, give me something good to shut up. I love it. I am Joe Cabello, the one, the only, and here with another one and only. Sasha Feiler, and this is Shut Up, I Love It, a podcast where we invite a special returning guest to talk about something underrated, underappreciated, misunderstood, any of those kind of things. But you know what's most important about that? I don't. They, they love it. They love it. That is true. And joining us today, oh my lord, she is a beautiful lady reporter. Every time I just try to make it as I make it up as I go. She's from Rancho Cucamonga, but I'm definitely wrong about that. That's, it's a different she- ranch show. <laughs> go into the archives of Shut Up, I Love It, and you learn her entire history, her entire biography. Welcome, Damiana Garcia. Oh, hello, hello. Tickled, tickled to be back. Uh, we are excited to have you back, um, especially, you know, I don't want to spoil anything um, like a rotten pumpkin, but, uh, you know, we've had you on, the last time we had you on, things got a little weird, but now we have a really classic topic that I'm excited to talk about that is just in time and festive. Um, so why don't we just go right into it? What are you here to love on, Damiana? Yes, yes. Well, yeah, thank you so much for having me back, and especially for the spooky season, because this is one of my faves, uh, you know, of, of the four. The big four. Mi- of the big four, I would say this, you know, back in the, my early days of lady reporting, you know, the big four, that was the, the network. The bank day, the bank day. The big dang day, but also in my in my line of work, you know, the big four. It, it was only you know ABC, NBC, CBS, oh. then Fox. You know, at huh? this point in in where you know where I am in life, where I'm at, the big four. We're talking fall. We're talking winter. We're talking spring and summer, and those are the big four I care about. Mm-hmm. The the only you four know, of that only, category is. Frankly, as I'm concerned, <laughs> they're the only four. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, is I think like, that's true. That's just like unequivocally well, true. Well, that, or, yeah, is, or is there like an in-between season, like a oh. summer fall? Mid-fall summer fall. or something like that. Summer fall. Mid-summer. Yeah. Fall, is, that, winter, is that what midsummer is? <gasps> midsummer night's dream. Mm. Every and night. Also, midsummer night's wet dream. dream for me. Oh. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Barely yeah, we, a joke. Went through all these seasons and uh, dissected them carefully. Damiano, what are you here to talk about? Oh, yes. Okay. Now, now, one thing I, I got to say, just as a little preamble, I appreciate on your show, you celebrate. People come on and they talk about things that are generally not loved, but that they love. And that's, you know, and so I really, you know, and I, I will be the first to confess. And I don't confess much, but I will confess this. Often I will go a little off topic. I will. And it's happened. True. Occasionally, inevitable, and we, it's inevitable. And we made it clear to you in our emails, like, let, please, Damiana, let's try to do, let's try to stay on topic. We were very well, you've, clear. You've, you and you've tried, you've tried being very uh, polite. You've tried reprimanding me. You've tried 
imploring me. You even bribed me with those gift certificates to Starbucks. And I appreciated all of them. But I just can't do it, guys. We, we've tried I, everything I with the exception of no longer inviting you to the show. That's right. You know, I was I was shadow banned for, you know, for a while because, you know, I just wouldn't stay. But, I, you know, I, I um, you know, I, I then I sent you those gifts, the, the McDonald's gift card, which mm. expired. Uh, exp of course. I mean, th mine that's, was used. Like and it was mine, scratched and yeah. I'd used up all the the Mickey dollars, Mickey D dollars. Yes, um, but but it was the card I wanted you to have the card, Sasha. Because uh, did you like that nice embossed the the imagery on the card? Yeah, the Mickey D. Yeah, it was fun, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So happened to be back, in other words, and this time I want to talk about something very on topic, which is something I love that many have hated upon, namely, it's those you know. I, and understandably why people hate it, but those very conservative houses of horrors at Halloween time that, that are, you know, uh, villainize what's considered, uh, you know, bad or sinful to the religious right wing. You know, we've seen right. these, how, right, these houses of horror, and they might say, you know, this is and that's are, are bad. Maybe gay rights is, is evil or, you know, uh, all, all sorts of, you know, Things that, you know, maybe more, those more on the liberal side would say are, are good things. Um, and, well, I got to tell you guys, I'm actually a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of these houses of horrors. And when you say, like, houses of horrors, I, I want to pin down what that means. Because, like, I know there is, uh, we live in the Los Angeles, greater Los Angeles area. There's the uh, not scary farms. There's the Halloween horror nights. Are you talking about those type of things specifically? Or are you talking about just the general... Um, like haunted houses and, and celebration of um, the macabre. Well, it, I'm talk, well, I'm thinking more like deep Bible belt, just, you know, you, you, you got to show your, your membership to the local church to even get in the door. And it's going to be scary, but it's going to be scary on levels that maybe, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's like a Halloween time. Uh, you know, we don't really, I don't really see these here. In the, yeah, and, oh, and it's, a, yes, in, in terms of ranchos, I'm a Ranchos Palos Verdes gal. And we, we, we got some of these back in, in, in my neck of the woods. We do. It's, it's, it gets a little, you know, it gets a little conservative there. We got a few of these. So, well, this season, I've decided to launch my own. Dommy's House of Horrors. Um, uh, I, 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 you know, I got to tell you my, my uh, little side note. <laughs> I told you guys I can't help myself. Side note, my grandfather, my grandpapa used to like to take me to see Little Shop of Horrors. But he and this is this is an absolutely true story with his. <clears throat> he had this uh, real uh, like Queens, New York accent. He'd say Little Shop of Horrors. And I as a kid, I thought he was saying Little Shop of Horror. I thought the musical was called Little Shop of Horror. Yes. And I thought it was the name of, maybe it was the woman, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, Ellen Green played her on Broadway. I'm forgetting. Audrey. Uh, of course, Audrey. What, what, Audrey, of course. Mm -hmm. I thought maybe her name was Shafahara. So for a, a while, I thought the music, as a child, I loved Little Shafahara. And I've mm -hmm. always dreamed of walking the boards on the Great White Way and getting to play the role of Shafahara. And I think someday <sighs> I might. I am going to be honest, Damiana. I have no yes. idea what's happening right now. Oh yeah, I, I think I got a little off topic. I, I, what yeah. was I talking about? Oh, we were yes. talking about okay. we were talking about uh, Halloween horrors and things oh. of that nature. But then you brought up Little Shop of Horrors, which, other than the word horror, I'm not sure has oh, anything to then. do with 
with the preceding topic. But we appreciate the little backstory. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting, certainly. Yeah. I thank you. I, yeah, I had to go to re- reverse engineer there, get back. Okay, right. Uh, Rancho, that took us to House of Horror. Okay, got back on track. We're back. We're back. Right. So what I... See, here's the thing, guys. There's a lot of things that... that this might surprise you, that really offend me. You know, uh, and, and I want to reenact them in my house of horrors, in Damiana's house of horrors, and frighten people into staying on the straight and narrow and, and, and doing, doing the right thing. You know, uh, for example, I, I am horrified. I'm actually horrified by spoilers. If there's a hot new bingeable show mm. I want to watch, I don't want even one spoiler. And you know something? And it gets nuanced. It gets very nuanced because people think that they've avoided spoilers very tactfully. They think they've done right. I, I'm basically the religious Bible belt of spoilers. because, But then they'll mess up because they'll say something like, it was great and it, it, I was very satisfied by the ending. But that's a spoiler. Because what if I didn't want to know there was a sad... Because mm-hmm. some endings are are upsetting or end on a cliffhanger. So now I know things were resolved. So that is, that's still a spoiler. I somewhat to, agree with you. Uh, with and that not to point, get even but, more tangential about yeah. it. It is the same thing with Wardle. Like, I don't need to know oh. anything about the Wardle, like, of the day. Like, even yes. if you tell me, like, that was interesting, I'm already making conclusions about what is this Yeah, it's going to change your yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah, like, that was, that was, that was a journey. Okay. Uh, like, I'm making, so, yeah, because there's some competitive family wordling going on. So, oh. but I totally agree. Totally agree with you, I, I even recently it's, watched the new Halloween Ends and then told. I did, too. I felt bad telling my friend. Like, oh, you got to, you know, it's worth it for the first kill. And then I'm thinking, ah, that's now that's going to change his viewing of mm-hmm. the first part. of I mean, He's going to be like, instead of watching it, he's thinking about what to anticipate. So I felt bad about that. Um, so I'm kind of on, with you there. If you're listening, there. friend, Joe is sorry. I'm so yes. sorry. I, I fucked up. But so well, what what you're saying is, and I it's sounding a bit like you're trying to promote something you're you're doing, which I'm very uh, already the hairs on the back of my neck are coming up, uh, standing woo! up because of that, not in a good way. Um, but you are uh, seeming to want to talk about using fear and using scaring people as a uh, as a way to right their moral ship or to get people to to act or feel the way you want them to exactly exactly you know really it's, it's it's corrective you know i mean and, and really it's humanitarian in the deepest sense i mean you could say i'm a deep humanitarian uh, in every sense of the word and uh you know <clears throat> so like in in one room of my house of horrors which is <clears throat> the spoiler room it's because uh, this is sort of like I sort of see, see myself as a cross between like a Mother Teresa and like Jig, uh, Jigsaw oh from God. the franchise Saw because I'm I'm a humanitarian. I'm a lady of the world of the people and I want to help you all. But if anyone steps off the path, I'm going to uh, eviscerate them uh, physically uh, like a, a, a master of torture. That you know. seems at odds with Mother Teresa. 
it's mm-hmm. you know what well well, well uh, uh, side sidebar now it's coming out that she was actually maybe uh, abusive you have you heard this about mother Teresa? there the, was the, there I was have, some kind of controversy yeah. recently yeah mm-hmm. right yes so in fact i actually She's would say canceled. that i literally am like mother Teresa in all post-mortem senses. cancellation is always good yeah. indeed but i'll carry her <laughs> torch by being both uh very humanitarian and and just a little evil so mm-hmm. that's my that's my nod to to the saint mm. to mother teresa to her memory oh i am I, i'm heart. curious about the spoiler thing just and i'm only really humoring you because i am passionate about spoilers yes um, but uh but before we get into that i want to ask um sasha do you have any experience with using having used fear or having you fear used against you to uh correct something or have you you know learn something so using fear to educate me to like to make me scared into doing something yeah yeah or to stop a behavior because i I believe that's kind of what we're talking about here right um not personally and not to get into the tangent that's this is going to be the topic like i mean it's just going to be the the tangent of this episode is that we're going to be denying tangents but we're going into them but there is eight ways to teach a dog or any animal to do something and one of them is fear-based like you instill instill the fear into the animal and that's one of the most like unsuccessful ways to do it right uh, there's like seven other ways to do it way better than that <laughs> so uh i don't believe in fear but um great many greater dictator have instilled fear into people and have forced them to do this or that. That's the first thing that came to mind. What about you, Joe? I mean, not in in the sense of I remember, especially when driving, I would maybe uh, screw up mm-hmm. trying to drift when I was 16 and almost get in a crash. And then that straightened me up. And I, then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm not going to not going to drive. Re-. Actually, that's not true because I still drove recklessly. After what about that. now? Now I drive very conservatively because I crashed a uh, all-terrain vehicle and uh, almost died. So when was that? That was a 2017, I think. And I broke my shoulder, but uh, if I would have flown off the ATV about three feet to the right, I would have smashed into a tree headfirst. So mm. now I'm a lot more conservative with vehicles, but so I guess it did work. In that case. Yeah, it did work in that case. But uh, but so, yeah, it seems we have some, you have some dog training knowledge that says this doesn't work. Although my Damiana brain says that you did say it was one of the eight ways. Ah. It is one of the eight ways to do it. It's just not going to be the most. It's just the, the worst most, one. Yeah, it's just, well, besides just you're probably hurting somebody. It's also, it's just like not the fastest or the most successful way. Like it's it's not even good for the person who's instilling fear, not just the receiver. There's there's ways to do it in the faster, more happy way, like satisfying way for both sides. And fear is is just like not making anybody happy. Well let's right. uh let's let's keep that in mind as Damiana you tell us a little bit more about your spoiler section of your your haunted house. Right. Well, you know, and I, and I gotta say, you know, I do just, I, I absolutely agree with you, Sasha, that, that fear is, is the least successful, it's the least uh, enjoyable for everyone involved, 
tactic. Uh, for me, it's my fave. It's my favorite in both in my house of horrors and also in life. Um, just to just, uh, I'm unhappy doing it. I'm instilling unhappiness in others, but really it's it's the most viable. It's really the only way for me. Uh, I just, there's a tender place in my heart. I guess in a perverse way, it, it's, there, it's there, there's a little S&M. It's a little emotional S&M. I guess that is pleasurable. Well, I think- I think that, you're but, enjoying it. I think when you say you're uh, not enjoying it, I don't think that's true. <laughs> And in my house of horrors, like in my spoiler room, which I, interestingly enough, is a dog kennel. So what happens is there's the people are, are, are ushered in because also in my house of horrors, we don't just have actors acting out the horrors. That's what you would normally find. We actually instill the torture onto the guests and we have there's a very lengthy NDA and a release form. Wait, are you door. saying that the people who come into the, your house of horrors, they end up staying there and being employed to then torture newcomers? Well, they're mostly just the, they're tortured. They're the, the victims. They're getting, um, they, they're signing paperwork to get tortured. So, like. Some, exactly. But some real twisted guests have actually opted to work for me afterward. But that's a whole nother, we could unpack that. Um, and I think I've seen that plot in some horror movies. But yeah, it's, you know, so th that, that's, that's another nuance to it. But, it's never uh, good oh, so when was, your life is following the plot of some horror <laughs> movies. I do want to. That's true, but in my that. defense, in my defense, I did not say which horror movie it was. I was careful not to give a spoiler. Well, we I did. It yeah, it's, it's true. Some yeah. horror movies. We you did spoil gonna... that it's like Saw, so there was some spoil. Oh. If we're being liberal with oh. spoilers here. Oh dear. I know. Okay, now I'm spiraling because now I'm going to have to book my own visit in the spoiler room. Oh, and when if you saw what happens in there, first people are ushered in and they're sort of coerced and manipulated into giving a spoiler. There's kind of some trickery where the, uh, a very uh, friendly looking uh, gal in, in sort of contemporary clothes greets people as they enter the spoiler room and asks very innocently, oh, have you seen the new season of... Uh, and, and uh, according to a questionnaire they have to fill out at the entrance, we know the show. It's all, it's all, you know, it's all set up in behind the scenes. So when we we fill in the blank, the show we know they watched. We ask mm -hmm. them very innocently. We have my my actress ask them, and as soon as that spo first spoiler hits, boom, dog kennel comes down. Shoop, they're in. They're in the kennel. There's gonna be shock prods. There's gonna be. It's not pretty, guys. It's not pretty. And then there's screens, kind of like Clockwork Orange, where they're, uh oh, okay, well, that's a spoiler. I won't say more there. Suffice to say, there's something in a movie. Okay, book my, <laughs> book my second visit to the spoiler room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, we, if we're going to be drinking our own Kool Aid here, we can't give any spoilers while we're, we're talking about the spoilers. I do want to say, I do think it's a bit flawed because you're, you are, um, coordinating these events to make them give a spoiler. Yeah. So you're actually forcing them to do something they might not otherwise do. That's fair, Joe. And that is entrapment. You know, in the, in the, in, you know, from my journalist days, I know that in the, in the police world, that's entrapment, you know, but, but for the sake of my house of horrors, you know, this maze, if you will, it's an, it's a necessary evil for the good. What do you get out of that? Well, you know, and again, I, I, and I say this with a grin, a maniacal grin. Yes. It pains me to pain others, but I'm in my watchtower and I'm looking down and all, it's like a panopticon. I can see all the rooms, uh, you know, and by the way, the, uh, just a little rundown, there's other rooms in the house of horror. I mean, we, you know, the spoiler room is dear to my heart because that's a, that's a topic that's very close to me, but there's also the cutting in line at the supermarket <coughs> room. 
There's uh, uh, another room which is uh, not letting me zoom past you in my car room. That's this whole driving simulator. It's really cool. You should see what happens to people when they screw up. <laughs> okay, but uh, you know, uh, basically they're decapitated. It's an extreme room. It, 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 can neither confirm nor deny it's a simulated decapitation. <laughs> okay, but uh, uh, but you know, th there's another room which is uh, not complimenting me enough when I show up to the party for my party outfit room. That that's a scary room. You should say. I mean, that involves. Yeah. yeah. Is this a legitimate business? Oh, it's very profitable. It's very. But I, I mean, don't know. If that, yeah, I don't know if that answers <laughs> the question. Is that is that a legitimate business that? Oh, legitimate. Legit, yeah. you know, in, in, from a capitalistic standpoint, absolutely, I'm raking in the dollars. Uh, I guess legitimate. Uh, I guess you're saying ethically or legally. Legally, no. no. I, I would have to say, absolutely. Very not. honest of you. Well, you. We've played this yeah. game with Damiana uh, enough that I, I think we know the truth. This is probably the most lucid Damiana's been. In terms of uh, uh, well, self-awareness, I do pride myself on being lucid. Wink. <laughs> yes, I indeed. Well, yeah, I, it's like with you guys, I gotta come clean. I gotta come clean. With it's, it's, there's too much history here. I can't. Well, there's no carte blanche, no tabula rosa. When I'm here, <laughs> you know, I, I gotta just cut. I just gotta. I, 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 you know me too well. I gotta come clean. Yeah. No. So, and this this is a of uh, some sort of facility in Rancho Palos Verdes. Is that where it takes place? It's is a facility. Parents' home. Parents. What, what it, is it? Well, it by facility, I well, it's it's an industrial space. Uh, it, also, my parents' home. They, they live. They live in an old uh, animal slaughtering house out, out on the outskirts of Rancho Palos Verdes. Um, so, so it's a both and. It's really a both and. Um, but we, you know, it, it was the space. Rent was cheap. Okay, it was free. Uh, and I got to just deck it out. Really deck the halls. And oh, it's a t you know I, I I by the way this and yes this is bribery for my next visit I have free gift certificates for both of you to visit the House of Horrors so you're welcome I definitely won't be going to that I'm curious who does and in under what uh, guise they think this thing is I, I've definitely seen a lot of flyers and things for um le I don't want to say lesser horror haunts and uh, houses um, because you know. Who can say? But, you know, the things that aren't um, uh, not scary farms and whatnot, like some of the, the more independent ones. And I've even gone to them. They've been a good time, maybe felt a little rickety, a little more dangerous. Um, so I can kind of understand how someone might end up at yours. But what's the marketing for this? How are people finding about the, out about this? Well, you could say, I mean, that's a fair question. You could say I, I, that there's a, it's a little misleading, the advertising. Because, you know, it, it says uh, Minnie Mouse's Spooky Fun Time Tea Party House. Uh, Is there an age limit? Uh, th there, it's all ages. Oh, this is all ages. No, I'm, I'm not going to. No, I'm not. Anyone who wants to come to the House of Horrors, uh, a.k.a. Minnie's Spooky Tea Party, is, is welcome. That's, it sounds like yeah, you're, I don't, you're targeting children specifically with a name like that. Well, you know, Joe, this is interesting. You would think that, but okay, but keep in mind context here. We're in Southern California where Disney adults 
are like the number one uh, member of the population. That is so, true, yeah. In fact, I was trying to get the kids to come, and I keep getting overbooked with all these adults who they heard that, that Minnie was going to... And you should see the angry, scathing emails I get. People tell, telling me that Minnie better be there for uh, a photo op, and there better be a whole uh, activation, uh, ideally with uh, augmented reality components. People are take this stuff real seriously. I mean, I would say the average age is, is uh, uh, 50 of my guests. In, wow. and they, and that That's a detail that has actually made me not uh, pity these people <laughs> as much oh. anymore. You know, it's, it's interesting. And you should say, I mean, and, and again, I can either confirm or deny that actual decapitations occur. But I will say, you haven't seen anything till you've seen a room. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> the- in, oh, in yeah. my experience, if you can't confirm or deny decapitations, that is a confirm. Damiana, are you like pushing, like offering this information about you what decapitating visitors at your parents' well, home? This feels well, can, like when the, the serial killer is trying to get caught, you know, that phase of, uh, of the serial killer's lifespan where they're trying to slip up and make mistakes because they can't stand themselves anymore, but they also can't stop. I well, feel the, like you're there. Well, I did give the caveat. I can either confirm or deny. So I feel like you know, I do know that 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 is, you know, that, that doesn't is, do anything. Like you keep saying it over and over. Right. Well, Does I did have a legal counsel who told me all I got to do. All you got to do is say <laughs> I can either confirm or deny and you're, you're covered who, by law. Who is this legal counsel? My lawyer. What's her name? Her name, oh, uh, uh, Ms. Fitzwalliger. Uh, Fitz, uh, well, her full name is Ms. Fitzwalliger, the feline cutie. It's um, your cat. Yes, she is also my cat. I, yes, Joe, she's also my cat. And she told me, she said, prrr, prrr, <laughs> while she licked her paws. And she said, oh, neither can confirm nor deny. Prrr. Uh, she's and, like, and do whatever you want. And feed my bowl. She, she's demanding. Mrs. Fitzwalliger, you should see which. She bats that bowl around. You you know, in my house, you know who's boss. Miss Fitzwalliger. It's, 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 yeah. Oh, it's Miss Fitzwalliger. Yeah. That was a rhetorical. Yeah, but yes, yeah, it's yeah. Miss Fitzwalliger. <laughs> Indeed. And, what, what, and what, what I wanted to tell you guys is that you haven't seen anything until you've seen a room of decapitated uh, adult heads with Minnie Mouse ears on Jesus. them. I mean, that's ghoulish. That's ghoulish. <laughs> but Miss Fitzwalliger, she likes to play with them. That sounds like so, a oh, confirm. Sure. That sounds like you just went from confirm or deny to confirm. Oh, hypothetically. Hypothetically, and I can neither confirm or deny what I just said. Oh gosh, that was a close call. I mean, I, 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 I have to, I have to just address Joe here, Damiana. I, without your involvement, so if you just can, I don't oh, know. Oh sure. Oh yes. Yeah, Joe, is there anything like we should we should do something about this? I mean, well, I would say she, she's, she's murdering people. Any authorities listening? There should there can only be so many um, meat or butcher plants, whatever this place was, in Rancho Palos Verdes. Mm-hmm. So I would, Allegedly. I would encourage anybody with power to go check out every single one of those. Um, I am just questioning, like, us, our, ourselves, Joe. Like, why do we keep, why do we keep bringing Damiana here if she's confessing now to not single murder, but to literally bringing people in and 
decapitating them and then putting their heads on the sticks with Mickey Mouse ears? Allegedly. And I think the answer to that is we get a lot of listeners and we're dying for that Blue Apron uh, advertisement money. So I think we have to continue on if we're going to get that Blue Apron one day. We're we're back, Damiana. Oh, hello, hello, hello. I was just just consulting with my my, uh, legal counsel. And she said... uh, Fitzgeralda? Uh, Fitzwalliger, yes, indeed, exactly. And she said, be sure to say allegedly. So that's a note. And then she also said, uh, empty my kitty litter. Okay, uh, attorney. Uh, <laughs> Damiana, this may seem like a question that's <coughs> unrelated to anything you've said before. But what's the last time you went to see uh, a mental health uh, professional? Oh, mental health. Well, you know... Funny you should ask because they, you know they've been running these ads on YouTube videos, maybe for for uh, free therapy, or is that just me? Because it's targeted advertising. All I see is ads for free ther- free therapy. Yeah, I haven't been getting that. Oh, those ads. oh, okay. Well, that was revealing. Well, all the ads I see are for therapists, and and, and specifically for the criminally insane, which I actually took offense to, but. These services are are pretty affordable, and it's all through free. It's according to the ad. It's according to the ad, right? Because they're all students. They're 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 therapy students, and so, and you know, and I got I've 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 scared a few of these these kids. I mean, I feel bad. They're they're just learning, but I think trial by fire, right? And uh, I, I think some of them have jumped ship and 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 changed professions. Thanks to their sessions with me, but some have become have have visited the House of Horrors. Oh, which yeah. also ended their medical profession. Is for it other because reasons. you didn't like the diagnosis of you being, I'm guessing, psychopath or any of that? Well, you, I, I, I mean, they won't give me reasons. I sort of get a sort of a nervous titter and a polite reason why they need to shut the shut it shut it down and end our appointment early sometimes within the first three minutes and i can't i mean to to, to make a therapist opt out after three minutes of a session i mean my mind boggles it's like it's it's one of those things like afterwards i'm like running through it replay what did i say was it did you offer the information about decapitating people well, some, you know, I mean, there was uh, maybe once or maybe two times where I blurted it out. Like the session started, they didn't even get through the first sentence of, hi, it says here on my form, your name is Damiana. I think that's as far as they got. And I just said, I decapitated people. Neither can oh. confirm nor deny. And then it was like the, the screen went blank. And they just like delete, cancel. And, yeah. I, you know, and by the way, that that's another, it's another room. This is why cancel culture is out of control, guys. It's out of control. And there's a room where I, punish people who can't do cancel culture because it's like i got canceled just for saying that and what what a world are we in where i can't say i decapitate consulting adults in Minnie mouse ears so my cat ms fitzwaller can bat them around with her paws and gnaw on their noses what kind of world are we in also their eyeballs and what, what, you know where i can't say that uh, you know and i i agree that someone should be able to say that i think it's the doing it that i take issue with and most would um interesting so. joe and i've got a room in my <laughs> house it? of horrors i'd like you to visit well no i'll never be going there and i'll oh. never accept an invite and even for free it doesn't seem like the nda you have them sign is even uh, necessary Oh, well, because right. no one's going to speak. Dead, dead people tell no tales. 
Okay, but allegedly. Yes, I was oh, going oh, to remind you. Yeah, you got to tag that. I don't. It's you know, look, you're already telling us <coughs> that you are murdering people. You are putting their heads on the sticks with Mickey Mouse ears. Let's just just dig in. Let's just lean into it. What do you do with the rest of the bodies? Which, you know, and again, this is, I'm just tell, telling you in an imaginative tale that could or could not be the case. Uh, massive industrial strength meat grinders are involved. You know, mind you, this is a fully decked out animal slaughter facility, which still has all of, all of, all of the amenities. And, you know, which really came in handy. And when I was, uh, when Ms. Fitzwalliger and I went on an a imaginary tour of the premises, we allegedly took note of that. What does that what, mean, an imaginary tour of the premises? Well, well it never happened. I, the, the, this House of Horrors, located on Rancho's Palos Verdes Boulevard, 3434 uh, Street Address, could or could not exist. Okay, that was a legal thing to... Covering to basis, cover, yeah. Joe. This I'm is not legalese. sure if imaginary is in the like legal lexicon to like cover well, you. You know... Ms. Fitzwalliger says you can play kind of fast and loose with this stuff. You know, when you, you've probably seen Law & Order, Ms. Fitzwalliger and I have, and you should see these lawyers, I mean, when they get in the court, they, I mean, they will improvise, they'll just throw things out. I mean, it's, it's exciting stuff. And, and you can really, you can play a little fast and loose. There's, there's some, some wiggle room with the legalese. So what happens to the grinded meat? Well, I mean, I, I'll, I'll, I, I can't confirm it, but let's just say Miss Fitzwalder possibly has enough uh, yum-yums uh, for the rest of her living days. And all her alley cats and tomcats do, too. Human uh, I am Well, sure. I'm wondering, how long has this been up? It's, it's now, uh, you know, as we're recording this, it's mid-October. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, we've had probably Halloween stuff going on since i think beginning of september that's mm -hmm. when uh, like the halloween horror nights have started right. um, so how long has yours been running well you know i you know I, first and foremost well i'm a humanitarian first and foremost also a business lady and you know we've seen the halloween season it starts earlier near, earlier every year True. you know you see the halloween candies in the in the the supermarket and my at my albertsons we got them in in you know august so my, my House of Horrors, I mean, it opens November 1st. We open our doors November 1st. So it's 2021, yeah. November 1st. Uh-huh. It's been open for nearly a year. Well, 20, uh, uh, 2014. Yeah. Yes. I mean, this is pre-pandemic. I mean, this goes back. I mean... This is a business we never heard you talk about, Damiana. Well, I, I had to keep it a little under wraps. I, you know, we went through beta testing, and, and uh, let's just say there's a lot of unsolved murders that may or may not be uh, associated with... Uh, th that was early days with the House of Horrors. Uh, we also went through a few different names. So, you know, I, I, this, is, this is the rollout. You, you know, you guys are getting the rollout. What I'm seeing, Joe, is that Damiana completely lost any sense of, like normality normalcy like trying to like she used to at least hide the veil is gone the veil, the veil has is been gone lifted. the veil has been ripped off with some of the skin attached to it as well and now which it's happens just in one of the rooms that's one of the rooms <laughs> in my heart's of horrors and what's most frightening is th this has all been happening during the writing of the book 
uh-huh. your, your your book who, whose name I forget what the title of that is, um, but um, a, a great title from what I remember. Uh, during the book, during the wellness app, uh, during uh, the trip to Vegas and Palm Springs. Yeah, the the COVID infection trip um, spree. Yes. This has been happening throughout all that, and uh, not surprised. People are paying for this. Is that true? Well, it, it is. It's a free attraction. Free. It's a free okay. attraction. Well, but 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 I, I I clean up in the merch, and believe me, the gift shops at the entrance. Uh, oh, but uh, yeah, that's horrifying. <laughs> Always look out if the gift tr- gift shop is at the entrance. Right, right, because you know the, there's a whole psychology there. I mean, you know they, you know, here's the thing, guys. Still waters run deep. Still waters run deep, and I, I know I'm like a, I'm like a, 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 a glassy pool. I'm like a, you feel like, it feels like you're staring into just a, a sheet of glass, a mirror. And w- there's so many, there's, there's levels and there's layers. It's like the Arctic Sea. I mean, we could go deep. You know when they go down deep in the deep in the ocean and they find those things with the, the jaws and there's like three sets of sharp teeth and there's five eyes and they're all winking and blinking? That's like the levels. I mean, this is, I would say we're on maybe level, I mean, I would say conservative, like, no, I mean, fairly liberally, I'd say we're like on a level two. There's some stuff. There's some there's stuff. There's more. I mean, there's, stu- you know, and there's stuff we could get into. Still waters, guys. Still, it's you know. Not, these aren't, we haven't viewed any still waters. I don't oh, think or, or choppy waters, maybe turbulent choppy. Look at, look at. Like a, like one of those pools in the at, at the raging waters with the wa- like a wave pool. You could say more yeah, like a it's very a violent like wave pool. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yes. How do you way, run Jim, this, this operation by yourself, Damiana? Oh, well, I I you, you know it takes a village. Take everything takes a village. Anything worth doing does. You did mention and that I, some of the guests uh volunteer like want to be part of it later is that kind of what makes up your staff th- th- that's that's th- that and and their cruel uh, lieutenant miss Fitzwalliger and she dr- she she runs a tight ship I just leave it in her hands I I, I have to voice her because not everyone can you know communicate directly so I'm her mouthpiece but you should, when miss Fitzwalliger gives them a talking to let me oh, guess uh, it's you dressed as a cat it helps, it, just with the presentation. You, you know, I, oh, you should see me with my with the cat ears and the and this kind of uh, grotesque, and lack of a better word, uh, kind of rubber apparatus. This um, would make sense of how you've been able to get away with this for so long. Well, I, I mean, it, it helps, it, you know. And I, I, I mean, thank goodness. I mean, I, I hate to say it, this might come out wrong. Uh, thank goodness for the pandemic. It gave, you know, everyone was in masks. Hmm. Was that, you know? And yeah. I, I, I felt a chill in the room when I, 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 I you know, look, guys, uh, all I got to say is uh, cancel culture is out of control and I should be able to <laughs> no. murder at will if I wanted to and not get canceled for it. I, I've heard a lot of bad... Um, uses of cancel culture being out of control uh-huh. and this is among one of the worst oh one of the worst well that sounds like a pretty like an accomplishment i guess I mean, I so think go big go big or go home if i could be the worst 
I'll take it. You know? I, I am... I am concerned to, to. I was concerned to hear that you invited Joe and I to come to this place. Oh yes. Because I mean, we are your only. I don't even know if I'm. I should be saying it, allies, but we are sort of on your side. We provide this platform for you. I don't know why, but we keep doing it and we keep bringing you back. Um, I guess yeah. Were you Hopefully gonna kill blue, us? Blue apron, what? yeah. But what what is what is would you come clean if since this seems to be the day when you come clean? Right, and I, it, it feels so healing. It really, I mean, I, there's a weight lifted off my shoulders. I invite one and all with love into the house of horrors, and um, you know, as Miss Fitzwalliger tells everyone who enters when she's holding her butcher knife, uh, I help <laughs> with the holding. Her little paws, I just can't quite grip. But you know, is she, she a says, living cat or is she deceased? Oh, she's very much living. She's, oh. she's filled with sawdust, but she's alive. <laughs> okay. I did the stuffing. I should know. Alive in spirit, <sighs> I'm sure. Alive in, alive in spirit. Oh, very spirited. Oh, she's a, she's a uh, firecracker. But as she will tell all my staff and all the guests, uh, everyone, one and all is invited with love into Miss Minnie's uh, spooky tea party. And you would not be concerned if you accidentally or intentionally disposed of us? Oh, I would. lost oh, I the would. platform? Oh. Okay. Now, now, okay, now I got to give this some thought. I mean, uh, hypothetically. Uh, but, uh, you know, there is a repurposed podcast room in the house of horrors. And you could live very comfortable lives there. There's a really nice bunk bed already in, and there's a hot plate. What do you say, guys? It's a definite no. Um, oh, well. So we become your prisoners? I, 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 I would say uh, uh, family guests is the term I, I would prefer. Fam family guest. And eat Wait, Well, as we meat? all... Made from the corpses of your other of Disney clients? adults, Disney well, adults. I mean, meat, or or would you, or would you maybe say some succulent, uh, succulent protein medallions? Oh, you know. I mean, I don't that, think that sounds succulent or tasty. Even if it's just forget the cannibalism, <laughs> there's no. Yeah, if it was beef, it was like certified cow beef. I don't know if I'm <laughs> rushing to eat succulent uh, meat medallions. Protein. Protein medallions, yeah. Well, let, let it sit with you. Let it sit with you. Because, you know, I mean, Disney, I mean, if you look at the Disney marketing, every every single dish they offer has some fanciful name like, uh, you know, Goofy's Rough and Tumble Giggle Giggle Lickety Split Milkshake or something. So which know. sounds way better than protein medallions. <sighs> Well, in our case, you know, like Succulent. we have like a, a cr we have shakes too. We have like this, it's called a, a yummy, yummy, crunchy, bony uh, crimson shake. Uh, that name is not so bad. I think it's okay, kind of fun you. for Halloween. It's kind of fun. It's kind I, of fun. I guess if I were to see like one positive thing in this whole story, it would be that we're finally dealing with a female serial killer. Allegedly. 
I think we always were with some of the stuff <laughs> we've heard before. I guess so. What constitutes a serial killer? Three murders and up? With with gusto. And and with a, uh, a, a similar victims, which certainly oh. we're having similar victims here, whether it's Disney adults or people who spoil uh, movies and TV, uh, as well as some of the other transgressions this haunted house seems to punish. Well, there's also a room, by the way, where uh, it's when... If the neighbor doesn't tell you what day the leaf blower is coming, and then, you know, you might be trying to watch uh, reruns of Designing Women on, or one might be trying to watch Designing Women on Lifetime Network at, at noon, and there's a leaf blower outside. You can't hear a word they're saying. The, I feel like the leaf blowers always come at the same day. They don't need to tell you. That's like a, you can learn that on your own. Well, I can't keep track of, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Joe. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And this is what I said to my neighbor. It's like, I, what, you, what, what next? Uh, am I a human Google calendar? I can't keep, I can't keep track of the days blur together. Anyway. Is that neighbor still around? Well, uh, I haven't seen him lately. After they, they did, I did, they did come by the house of Horace. I, I didn't see him since. Uh, I'll leave that there. I'll just drop that and see what people pick up. But at any rate, the leaf blowing stopped. Because I think the paycheck stopped coming in to pay him. I, I think they moved away. I think they went on a very long trip. <sighs> Joe, I don't, I don't know where this is going, but I feel like we've arrived at the dead end that is the end of this episode. The ratings. Um, yeah. We'll have to get into the ratings. Oh. So let me uh, explain how those work. Oh, sure. We're going to rate uh, haunted <laughs> houses. The smoothest transition. <laughs> I think the next time we see you might be through a federal security prison. Um or you might see me uh, walking the boards as Little Shafahara, because I think that's in my future, guys. And in fact, we're, we're, we're staging a production down at the House of Horrors in the theater room. There's a room for, for, for audience members who talk or text during a show. And uh, if you thought Patti Lapone was bad, I mean, you should see what, I, what, uh, what happens in my theater. So you're staging so, a production of a character that was created because you misheard? That's right. <laughs> Okay. Little, she's got a whole narrative of her own. I mean, if you thought Little Shop of Horrors was great, you should see what happens to Shafahara. I mean, did you have a epic. special connection with your grandfather? I did, I did, uh, and and he and, and by the way, he was a a masterful designer of horror houses and mazes. Interesting. Okay, I feel and like that's. In Nazi I don't even Germany. know. Yeah, like. <laughs> We, we were in Queens, but, uh, you know, uh, hey, some blocks, uh, I don't know, I'll just leave it. Some blocks were a little more rough than others. Eh, and uh, let's just say there were the unsolved murders of 1972 uh, remained unsolved. <laughs> okay. Oh but some people had some very memorable Halloween. It's a lineage of terror. <laughs> oh, can I use, I'm going to use that in the marketing. I would uh, appreciate it if you did, actually. I would uh, appreciate it if you did instead of calling it a Minnie Mouse. Yeah, I might, I, I might even put that next to our current catchphrase. Our current catchphrase is, when you're here in your family, which I made up. It's all uh, all copyright, which is the least of its problems, is the copyright wait, wait. issues. Oh, sure. Uh, but um, now I'll put that a lineage of horror. Oh, That's catchy. It is. I, I do think it's good. Um, so, I mean, let's, let's, let's 
kill this with some ratings. Oh. We're going to rate uh, horror haunts and um, haunted houses on a scale of 0 to 10 using something else as a basis of comparison. And if that doesn't make sense, Sasha and I will go first. I'll go first. I'll rate it against Dexter, the old TV show. Oh. About a serial killer who was killing people who deserved it, in his mind at least. And was trained by his father through trained a spirit. Trained by his father. Much like how my grandpapa taught me to be a masterful horror maze designer. And we have a code too, which is when you're cutting off a head with mini ears on it, don't don't shave off the ears. Oh, oh that's what it. a warm, warm feeling. It was very specific. Um, uh, yeah, <coughs> I'll give Dexter an 8 out of 10. The finale was really bad. Mm. Um, but, but for the most part, Dexter stood strong for most of the seasons. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of h- horror houses. I never oh. get spooked enough, but it sounds like the one that you are running, Damiana, would get me spooked plenty. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's plenty a spook scary. fest. But um, the ones that I have visited probably are four too expensive and not scary enough. Oh. Joe, what about you? Uh, I'll rate it against uh, scary movies. I love scary movies. They make me feel uncomfortable when they're really scary. I, I've always said my... Um, my greatest compliment to a movie when I'm watching in theaters, a scary movie is wanting to leave the theater um, because I want that feeling to be over. But, you know, you also want to stay because it's a good movie. So 10 out of 10 for scary movies. Uh, Haunted houses and things of that nature. I think it's just um, it's a little too scary for me to where it's not the same as a movie. uh, But I do... I do think that's still that visceral reaction that you get from them that makes you feel very alive. So I'm going to give them a 7 out of 10. Although I never, I don't think I consider what you're doing to be a haunted house or or anything like that. I think it's actually a criminal act, um, which is incredibly different. But arguably haunted by the, the ghosts of many tortured souls. Yes, absolutely. And And also just, you know, and I know... You know, promotional plugs maybe aren't the most welcome on the show, but I will just say, just to address, uh, I think both of you will really enjoy this attraction because, uh, Sasha, you were saying, uh, you know, you don't like that when haunted houses are too expensive and not scary enough. We're very scary and very inexpensive. It will only cost your life. Thirty-four, thirty-four Palace Verdes Boulevard. Thank you. Indeed, find us. And, and, and Joe, we also, we are guaranteed to make you feel very uncomfortable. Often people say, I make them uncomfortable just being in a room with them. They say they just get a vibe. And so that, so on that count, you'll love it. And, and second of all, you'll definitely want to leave. You'll be imploring to leave. Uh, well, and also, you'll really enjoy your life more than you ever did. You'll be wishing it were prolonged. Jesus. So on all those levels, we deliver. What you, one thing I've seen, Damiana, in this interview <coughs> is that you really own who you are oh, this time around. Oh, thank you. More than you ever. Know, and I thank <laughs> you guys. You know, I appreciate that because on all my visits, I think what you've gotten to see is my journey. And I've really come to a, I feel more self-realized than ever. I mean, I had that time in the asylum. Then I got out. Then you saw me on Sepulveda Boulevard and I was stepping on the broken glass and yep. scary. Yep, low people. point. 
That was a, that was a, even for even for me that was a low point. There was you know there was the when my sales on my novel, which the current edition is called One uh, Heroic uh, Woman of the World's uh, Barbaric Quest to to Conquer Demons of Starbucks in the year three thousand. <laughs> That's the title. Long, uh, long, but long but delivers. Uh, you know that, that was when the sales weren't quite where I wanted. That was a low point for me. But honestly, guys, I feel like I went through the tunnel. I'm on the other end. I'm on the other end of the horror house, and here I am, self-realized, owning who I am, and back and better than ever, and that's my wish for everyone this Halloween, a spooky, just, just owning who you are. And well, if you that's, look good. Oh, I thank, well, I thank you so much. I think, you know, it's, it's those crimson shakes. Those crimson shakes and those protein medallions are, are just chock full of nutrients. <sighs> the new low point slash high point that Demiana has hit is cannibalism. Oh. Just thank a, you. On the mass, mass scale. <laughs> oh, I thank you. And I, to my own attraction, I'll give it a, a 50 out of 50. And that, that should be right? good enough for oh. the scale of this episode. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Thank you, Damiana, for coming on. Shut up. I love it. I don't know why we keep inviting you, but here we are, and this is what we do. Evidence. Oh, oh sure. And evidence of the pleasure I experienced. Thank you, guys. It's a, it's a tickle and a delight and a thrill to be back. Joe, what's going on with you these days? Um, go check out JoeCabello.com. Check out some of my books or comic books. Thank you, Elizabeth. Salute for the artwork. Thank you, Mr. Owl, for this amazing track. And thank you for listening.